Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for who you are and how you show up in the world. I appreciate you taking time out of your important, busy, necessary life to spend some time with us here today. I'm grateful for you, each and every one of you that's listening. Thank you for being there. Today, we want to talk about what you can do. So, uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the last couple episodes, especially really celebrating you, really talking about how amazing you are. And that was done on purpose because I want to pump you up. I want you to be at a place where you really see how amazingly brilliant you are for a reason, not just so that we can all walk around with big heads and be like, I'm amazing, you know, Uh, but so that you can, A, as I talked about last week, live in true humility, meaning that you have a right perspective of yourself, meaning that you give yourself credit for the things that you're good at, as well as being so uh, aware of the things that you aren't. Um, But that's has a purpose. And its purpose is about what you're meant to do on this planet. It's all in the end about who we're meant to serve. I love the phrase. I remember the first time I heard Lisa say it. Um, and I was talking to her, uh, you know, about it not that long ago on a, on a radio interview I did. Um, I remember sitting in a room. Um, it was a small group. It was E-Women Network's Um, you know, platinum event. So there's probably, oh man, I'm not sure there was 50 people in the room even. Um, And Lisa was was talking to us and sharing. Um, And I remember she said, you have to understand your message, your gifting, it was never about you. And I remember that feeling, that dagger through the heart, if you will, that it was like, oh my gosh, I've made it all about me. I've spent so much time focused on my thoughts, my feelings, my issues, my hurts, you know, focus on me kind of a situation that I've removed myself from really focusing where the focus should be. And at the end of the day, our purpose, our focus, that thing that we need to expend our time, effort, and energy on is the people that we're meant to serve. What are you here for? There's nobody that's on this planet, I've said this before, that's here just because, you know, there was too much oxygen and not enough carbon dioxide, and so their place on this planet is just to breathe in and breathe out, and that's as much responsibility as they have. Um, Each of us has a point and a purpose. And it's interesting to see, you know, because... We can look at different people and the situations they're going through. Uh, Just recently, if you're listening live, uh, Stephen Hawking passed. And, um, you know, he did amazing things. In spite of the fact 
of being in a wheelchair, being uh, basically immobile and having to speak through a computer simulated voice translator, um, you know, later on in his life. He didn't start out there, obviously, but um, having a degenerative disease that took him down that path, he made amazing discoveries and a huge mark in the world. Um, I think of Johnny Erickson. Some of you may know who she is. I know she's a little bit older now. It would have been in the 70s that she was more well-known. Um, you know, and she was paralyzed from the neck down from a, a tragic uh, childhood accident, really, you know, a teenage accident. Um, and she severed her spinal cord and, and had no feeling from the neck down. And yet, through that process, she learned how to paint with the paintbrush in her mouth. And if you've ever seen any of her, I encourage you, go out on uh, Google and, and Google Johnny Erickson. It's Johnny with an I, J-O-N-I. Um, and, uh, and look at some of the amazing artwork she did, all painted with a paintbrush with, you know, held in her teeth. Um, you know, and, and it, the list just goes on of people that we could celebrate that have what I think we could call legitimate excuses for stopping, for not being an impact, for saying, hey, you know, I've got a legit excuse here to check out. Um, most of us don't. Not really. You know, some of us have had, you know, maybe traumas that, uh, you know, took us down, but, uh, you know, I don't know that there's many of us that have permanently disabling kind of situations that keep us from really, truly being able to, uh, you know, to be of service. And, uh, you know, when we look at people like that and the contribution that they've made to the world in spite of the challenge that they have to be that dynamic, that huge of a, of a, of a source, if you will, for the world. Um, you know, it really eliminates our, uh, our excuses. I remember I saw one time on, um, it wasn't actually the Oprah show. It was like one of her life classes or, uh, master class or one of those kind of things. Um, there was a man that was on who has, uh, you know, basically no arms and legs, um, you know, just little stubs, and he's learned how to get around in spite of that handicap and is hugely impactful. Um, it's amazing to watch him do the things that he does with the just stubs of arms and legs that he has and, um, and how huge of an impact he's making in the world. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like... Um, you know, if, if he can do it, why, you know, what excuse do I have? Um, for those of you that have ever watched on TV the uh, the show MasterChef, uh, it's been a few seasons back now, but there was a lady that won. Um, spoilers for those of you who are watching the old episodes. Um, she was blind lady, and she ended up winning the whole cooking competition. And I remember early on, um, you know, we were watching it as a family that particular time, and... And I remember early on commenting that it's like, you know, really basically to put something on the plate and have it be edible, you know, not even like super high chef quality, but just, you know, 
you can eat it and it doesn't taste horrible. Uh, she should be the winner automatically just for that. <laughs> um, and yet, as you begin to look up her, you know, her stuff that she's done both during the show as well as since, it's amazing the incredible uh, dishes that she creates um, in spite of the fact that she's blind um, and, uh, you know, she can't physically see what's going on. She's learned how to compensate and how to really, truly, um, you know, bring all of herself to the world. And that's what I encourage for you today. That's what we're going to talk about today is your ability to make an impact, to make a difference in the world. That's why we celebrate you. That's why last episode I spent the whole time making sure that you knew that I see you, that I know that you are great, that you have greatness that's within you, and that the things that you do, they are important, impactful, needed, and necessary. And the reason why they are is because there are people who need what you have. So those of you that know Kathy and I, you know that we help people become best-selling authors. We have a couple of different programs um, and that kind of thing. And we help people get their messages out there. But we make a big point of right up front, we are a marketing company with a strong publishing division you know, we've helped over 400 people become best-selling authors in the last couple of years now. Um, so I would call that a pretty strong publishing division. But we're a marketing company, meaning that we are helping you be able to do that thing that you do in the world. As opposed to just being there to put another book on the shelf, another digital uh, piece of material out into the cloud. I mean, I, I've i talked about on the show before, I believe legacy books are very impactful, very needed, people sharing their stories about their lives so that generations to come can know about them and hopefully know the truth about them um, as opposed to whatever caricature of themselves um, may be presented by other people. Um, I believe in that strongly, but the primary core book that you need, that you need to put out, is the book that takes that thing that you do. You do it with grace, you do it with ease. You probably do it so well that unless you've already begun to address this, you've discounted that. You have told yourself that that's no big deal, that anybody could do that, that, you know, that it's not that big of a deal that you do whatever that thing is. And so because of that, you, um, you're not putting it out there in the world. And yet that thing that you do with that grace and that ease, that is exactly the thing that somebody is on Google right now. They're out there, they're searching, they're doing a Google search, asking the question of Google, how can I do this thing? And without you sharing that message, those people won't get it. Without you showing up in the world as the person you're meant to do, a coach, a teacher, um, you know, maybe it's a speaker, maybe it's somebody's really amazing mom 
Um, maybe it's having rules for your children. Maybe it's, uh, you know, that teacher in school that uh, we all had in our lives that made the difference, made the impact, made us feel like we could. There's so many different examples I could give you. And there's one that specifically is the example that is you being the best version of yourself. Now, it doesn't always have to be the thing that it's, uh, you know, something you've uh, poo-pooed and said, ah, oh, that's no big deal. Often it is when I first meet with people. But if it's that thing that you're doing and that you're putting out there, either way, it's so important and so needed by people. And here's what I want you to know. If you don't share that message, who's going to? I could put 10 people in the room that do exactly the same thing. Maybe they're insurance agents, you know, and all of them sell insurance. All 10 of them would have a very different story because they're unique individuals. They have their own messages, their own stories that they have to share with the world and their own bent on it. And without you putting out your message, the you that the, that is, the world is a little less of a place. And if we really wanted the world to be the best place it could possibly be, the best way to be able to do that would simply be for all of us to fill the space that is meant for us. And so today, all day, we want to concentrate through this whole show about you giving, about you putting yourself out there, about you sharing that message that you have with the world so that you can make the impact that only you can make. Because at the end of the day, that person who needs your message, they needed it last week. They needed it two weeks ago, two months ago. They may have needed it a decade ago. How long has that person gone and how long do they need to continue going with the message that you have that can help them through the thing they're going through, help them go to the next level, help them be the best version of themselves? If you take up that challenge, if you will live as that person, show up in the world and make the impactful, powerful difference that only you can make, then you are living as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. 
This is Steve. Welcome back. So don't just take my word for it. You do have a powerful, impactful message. You do have the ability to change the world. But like he said, don't just take my word for it. Let's bring on one of our best-selling authors who's here today to share with you her book and help you see how you can make impacts in other people's lives and fill that space that you were meant to fill. Each of us has within us an angel. We are the thing that someone else needs in their life, the stuff that we've been through, the experiences, and now the blessings that we can bring to people's lives are placed within us. And it's our opportunity now to be somebody's undercover angel. Today, we're joined by Tammy Eckert. She's talking about her new book, Undercover Angel, Wings Not Required. Hi, Tammy. How are you doing today? Hi, Steve. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. So um, tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write Undercover Angel. Well, from a very young age, I knew that um, there needed to be some kind of difference. And like I, I knew that there were things happening around me that, you know, I'm kind of like, even at, even at two and three, it's like, wait a second, that's just not, I don't understand that. Why is this happening? And different behaviors were happening around me that, okay, I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing that. And through my experiences, I've realized that there was a different way to be. And I kept getting these messages over and over and over again. Not sure exactly where they came from, but just knowing that there needs to be a difference and that I was going to be a difference somewhere along the way. And I, you know, it's been suggested that I kind of write about it for quite some time. And then I finally just did it. And it's amazing when I started to write, all of these different um, experiences came to mind that, okay, write about this one. And in each individual chapter, there's a little lesson of how I kind of switched the experience that I was experiencing at the time to say, okay, this is what I learned from this experience. And it's, it's been a pretty amazing journey to realize that you kind of know at a very young age that you know that what's congruent for you and your path and why you came here and what it is that you can help to create the change in. So the book really is um, like a how-to manual to be uh, both an undercover angel in your own life as well as in somebody else's life. Is that a good way of putting it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's actually, you know, learning that you are an advocator for yourself, especially if there's no one else to advocate for you. So you become an advocator for yourself or you have the possibility and the potential to do so. And along the way to become advocators for other children that are in your school. As you, you know, you can become friends with these, these other children that might be going through, you know, a time when they're quiet and shy and you begin to realize some of the things that you have in common and i know that that's you know sometimes a taught thing but it's also sometimes a knowing thing that hey you know i'm only 10 years old but how can i how can i be of service to this child and it's it's an interesting journey to be able to to know that to experience the how how certain 
behaviors made you feel and you can sense how someone else is feeling and know that the potential of a similar behavior is in their life somewhere and how can you just be a friend to that person you share in the book some of your very personal stories of some of the horrors i don't know how else to say it that you went through as a child um rather than focusing on that i'd really like to talk about solutions so there are children that we come in contact with that um you know they're going through similar or other types of horrors how do you identify that and then what can you do to help them well the way i identify it is i i noticed that if there is a child who's kind of like backing away from a conversation or is kind of quiet and solemn and into themselves or prefers to have, now this doesn't mean that there's always an issue, but prefers to have, you know, time away from others. Um, I kind of like befriend and, you know, just kind of check in and see what's going on. And, you know, for whatever reason, I have a capacity with children, with everyone actually, to just kind of like, even just giving a hug when they're in reception of a hug. Sometimes people don't want a hug. So just, you know, allow yourself to create space for them to be what it is that they want to be at that moment. And that could be conversational. That could be just, you know, coloring with them. That could be going for a walk with no speaking. There's, there's so much power in just creating a sacred safe space for someone who might be going through whatever it could be. It might not have anything to do with, you know, a, a childhood that was unfair, seemingly unfair to some description, or it could just be that they're going through, you know, some kind of something with their friend or maybe an animal that they have just passed or, you know, just, opening up space for them to be who they need at that moment. So, um, you know, I don't know that we need to go into specific details of people's uh, personal lives, but can you share with me a breakthrough story of any of the children that you've worked, through, worked with? Yes. Um, I worked with, actually it was a, a mom and a daughter, and the the mom and the daughter were very, very close. And it was like the daughter could not make a move without looking to her mom for permission. And she seemed to be afraid to sleep in her own bed and all of those things. And I simply just was asking questions of, you know, what was going on? What was she thinking? And it turned out that she thought her mom needed her to be afraid. So her mom would feel like she was protecting her daughter. It's really interesting how children can perceive what they think other people around them need. So a child will behave in such a way to give that adult what it is that they, they think that adult requires. Does that make sense? It does. And a lot of times, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard said often, you know, children of divorce, they always end up finding a way to blame it on themselves. Correct. Um, you know, is there a way to be able to give a child permission, I guess is the right word, to, um, to let some things that probably aren't theirs that they're holding on to go? Yes. Um, one of the main questions that I ask any person, child or otherwise, is, 
does that belong to you? Is that yours? Who does that belong to? And as soon as I ask someone, who does that belong to? If their body and their space feels a little bit lighter, or they, they right away say, no, that doesn't belong to me. That belongs to my grandmother. You know, a, a feeling or even sometimes a pain, if somebody has a pain in the back, maybe it's because they're mimicking somebody else's pain in their family. And it's very easy, that, especially children, they can recognize right away that it doesn't belong to them. Just a simple ask. It can really change someone's life to just ask that question. That's powerful. Does that belong to you? Yeah. So um, Undercover Angel, the subtitle is Wings Not Required. What does the concept of wings not required um, in, as being an undercover angel mean to you? Well, uh, <clears throat> That's an, I like that question. That's a really nice question, Steve. For me, wings not required. Um, I've been going through my life being able to um, heal dragonflies and, you know, just, it's just interesting some of the things and the capacities that I have and that I have uncovered over time as I peeled away this reality from the cradle to now. I'm still going through that process of learning that I have my own capacities, my own gifts that I was given on my way here. And when I realized that, you know, we look at angels and, you know, outworldly things as that's where your miracles happen is by some miraculous thing that has to be huge. When in fact, we are all potential undercover angels that can create our own miracles, create create a space. I mean, just being the space for anyone to let down their barriers and feel safe. That is miraculous. How many, and in my point of view, I suppose, and, and not to mention, you know, I've had some other miraculous experiences in my, in my life that are, um, that just proved to me that we are all miracles and we all have the capacities to create miracles for ourselves and for others. So wings are not required to be an undercover angel because I am no different than anybody else. In being no different than anybody else, in my knowing of stuff, it just tells me that we all have that capacity to be just that. I like that. If we can all just do that thing that we can do, that's hugely impactful. Yeah. So um, if you could go back in time and you could counsel yourself, you know, when you were, and I'll let you pick the age, you know, five, 10, 15, whatever, what message would you give to you? You will be all right. You are not alone. The universe has your back. You have your back. Um, it, it, it'll be okay. And you're, you're meant here. You came here because you have a message. And you will find your facilitators along the way. So and there's always, unfortunately, people out there that are like, yeah, but. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Um, what, what, do you what do you say to the people who... Um, you know, saying, Tammy, that's all well and good, but you don't understand what I've been through. Well, I think, I think 
because even I was a yeah butter, you know, until I realized certain things. And if you allow yourself to stay in the yeah but and don't allow yourself to look past what is possible, you're going to continue to stay in the yeah but. But once you allow yourself to say, well, what if, you know, is this possible? What else is possible in any situation? It allows the universe and the quantum entanglements to kind of like open up and show you what else is possible. And it kind of pulls you out of your yeah, but. What else is possible? Yeah. It's a good phrase. So um, we always like to be good teachers. We like to give somebody something that's actionable that they can take from our time together. Um, mm -hmm. If somebody is uh, finding themselves wanting to be someone else's undercover angel, what's a step that they could take to begin to do that right now? Create space around yourself. When you create space around yourself and you become that space, everyone around you must change. Everyone around you will see that you're somewhere, somehow, and may not ever be able to put their finger on it, but once you create space around yourself and you pause before you act or react on something, it changes something in the dynamic of the relationship, and it actually brings people toward you to say, okay, so what is it that you're doing, and can I have some of that, please? Once you start, you know, kind of doing that, and then you start asking yourself questions and just opening up the possibilities of what else is possible here, who does this belong to, how do you create more space, and how can you be bigger and bigger and bigger than presently the situation is, you know, all of those things, just to kind of like let the molecules come in and just kind of like wash all of that stuff out of you and away from you. I really encourage everybody, you can be an undercover angel. You don't need to grow wings. Wings are not required. And I encourage you to pick up the book, Undercover Angel, Wings Not Required by Tammy Eckert. Tammy, thank you so much for spending some time with us today and showing us how we can be there to help other people through their stuff. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate this so much. Have a beautiful day, everyone. I love this topic. I love the concept of hoping, helping, prodding, pleading with you to be able to really fill that space that only you can fill. Imagine, I mean, Tammy was talking about in her book about helping children through trauma, um, helping children with issues that come up in their life. Imagine the people that you showing up as you you can help. Imagine the, the wonderful little lives that Tammy is, is reaching and the people that you could reach by taking the tips and tricks that she, Tammy shares in her book and being able to make a difference in a small child's life. It doesn't really matter the age of the person that you're meant to work with, but what matters is the impact that you can have the change, the difference, the help that you can bring into the world. It's so exciting for me, and I really hope that you'll embrace that and really shine that out into the world because we need it so badly. Sometimes our world can be a dark and dismal place, but you know what we can do to make it lighter, 
to make it better. Each of us can just show up and be the person that we're meant to be. And if we do that, then not only will we live as a thriving entrepreneur, but the people around us can also live as thriving entrepreneurs. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we talk about you making the impact, you filling that space that's meant for you that only you can fill in this world. We really do, all of us on this planet, need for you to be the best version of you because it makes all of us better. Each of us pulling our weight, doing that thing that only you can do. That's where the real magic comes. A lot of times as entrepreneurs, um, you know, we're pretty talented. We do a lot of things. Um, You know, and some of them, uh, often even a lot of things we do well. You know, it's not just one thing that it's like, oh, this person's really good at that, but they're not good at anything else. Most entrepreneurs, they're, they're good at a whole bunch of things. But there's always that one thing that they're just amazing at. That you're like in awe while you watch them just show up in the world and be themselves. It's one of those situations where it's the most fun, I think, to be able to see. And that's a person just fulfilling their calling, if you will, by being themselves. Think about that for a minute. The best thing that you can do in life is be you. I know a lot of us have gotten messages in our life that if we could only be something else. Have you ever heard that message? You know, if you would do this, if you would do that, you know, and then we listen to, um, you know, we watch TV and it sends us so many unrealistic images of how a person should look, how a person should act and show up in the world. But what I want to encourage you today is to really realize that when you look in the mirror, you know, we've talked about this issue before where, you know, you look in the mirror and what you do is you see your own flaws. We've all become experts at knowing our flaws. But what I want you to learn now is to become an expert at knowing your strengths. Not because you need to become braggadocious, 
go out in the world and say, look at me, look at me. But because that strength, I know you. I know what you're going to do with it. You're going to turn around and you're going to impact somebody's life with that capability, with that message, with that person that you are. You are an inspiration right here, right now, as you are. And that inspiration has a purpose, a very focused, singular purpose, and that's to make our world a better place. Think about that for a minute. You have within you the ability to change the world for the better. Now, the question is, is are you going to choose to use your power for good? Um, some of you maybe, you know, you've watched some of the Marvel comics or, or you've watched different ones of the, of the superhero movies or TV shows that are very prevalent now. There's a lot of them out there. And, you know, there's, there's typically a basic concept, and that's there's a good guy who's trying to do whatever to save the world. Flawed individual still has issues. Um, all of them, I think you can see that. Um, but they're trying to make the world a better place. They're coming up against, and they have a power of some sort, whatever. And they're coming up against somebody else who has a power. That power may be, um, you know, a an intelligence-based kind of a power. It may be some kind of superpower. Um, and they've chosen, the bad guy, has chosen to take that power and use it selfishly. Use it for the advancement of themselves only. Maybe as at the most far-reaching, they want to advance their family, their quote-unquote people. But other than that, they have chosen to use their powers for evil. And within each one of us, we have a superpower. Absolutely. Your superpower is that special talent that only you have. You're unique as a snowflake. If the universe, God... Um, you know, whoever you believe in is unique enough, creative enough to be able to make every individual snowflake different. Think how uniquely special each person is. I mean, think about that for a minute. That's mind-blowing if you really encompass it. And then you have to look at the unique talent that each of us has that's special to us. It may be, you know, when we look at it and we put on that critical hat, you know, what Sandra Yancey calls critical Christine, and we listen to that voice, we start saying things to ourselves like, well... Yeah, but there's so-and-so that did that better, you know. Well, yeah, you know, I have a little radio show, a little TV show, but, you know, it's not like I'm Oprah Winfrey. Um, but yet, you have to understand, whatever level you're at, 
whoever you are, whatever talent and gifting you have, you're sharing that as you genuinely and uniquely, that's what makes the impact. I remember, uh, it wasn't that long ago, it was a couple years ago now, Kathy had as one of her, you know, things that she really wanted to do in life was to be able to see Oprah live. Um, and up until the Oprah Winfrey show ended, um, both of us just kind of assumed that at some point she would go and be part of the studio audience. And then, of course, the show ended and and it was, a, you know, a, a small, yeah, I mean, I'm talking huge, but it was a small regret of hers that she had never gotten an opportunity to do that. And, uh, and then Oprah was doing a national tour and, and speaking to huge audiences. Um, and, and Kathy got a ticket and she went. Um, and it was, it was, you know, great for life-changing, wonderful thing. Um, but I also remember Kathy telling me a story that Oprah told from the stage. And she said um, she had to come to the place where she realized that she was an impactful person. She was a good person. But she wasn't a nice person, you know. And she was talking about a conversation, and, and I'm not going to quote it exactly because, A, I wasn't there, and B, I don't remember it specifically, but she was having a conversation with Stedman, um, and she was talking about, you know, um, am I a nice person? And he said to her, no, you're not. Gail, Gail is a nice person. You're a good person, but you're not a nice person. You know, she just has a way about her, according to what she was saying, that she's now learning to embrace, that allows her to be okay being who she is and not putting on some type of false nicety because of some message that she has in her mind. Um, a good friend of ours, uh, Elise McConnell, um, Elise is an amazing, amazing trainer for CEOs and high-level corporate uh, people. And she she has a way of just bringing it into you really well. Kathy and her talk all the time. Um, she's one of Kathy's main coaches, you know, as Kathy's learning to be a CEO in our company. Um, and she will often say to Kathy when Kathy is feeling because we all have feelings you know no diss about that we've all got feelings um and when kathy's expressing how she feels about a certain situation elise will say to her the problem that you're experiencing is 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 that what you're feeling is based on an assumption with facts not in evidence you have decided a person is doing something for whatever reason you don't have any specific facts. You may have some guesses, some assumptions, some kind of things, but you don't really truly know. And so because of that, you're in an emotional state based off of your assumption. I love the way she put that because all too often that's where we live. We end up in a place where, you know, like Oprah was assuming that there was this level of niceness that a person had to be. Um, or those kind of things. We make an assumption and then we live our life according to that assumption rather than according to the reality. And the most impactful thing we can do, the best thing we can do for the universe, for all of the world, for all the people in the world, 
is to just put aside all the BS of all the things that people have told us and worse yet that we've told us that we're supposed to be and just simply make the decision that we're going to use our powers for good. That's it. Just that point blank. I'm going to use my powers for good. I could choose, like the villains in those superhero movies, to center my world on myself, on my own needs, to center my world on you know, a very small group of people that I'm willing to serve, but then no one else. Or I can choose to use my powers for good, to do my best as a flawed individual, in spite of my challenges, my flaws, my whatever, to do the best that I can do to make the impact that only I can make. I wonder if there's somebody out there today, while they're listening, that would be willing to take up that call, to take the challenge, to be that person who has only one goal in life, and that's to make the difference, to make the impact that only I can make. If that's you, If you're willing and ready to step up to that, then I've got a challenge for you. I want you to go out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you use. I want you to go out on social media using hashtag thriving entrepreneur. I want you to say to the world, I choose to use my powers for good. I am going to do that thing that only I can do. So if you're using Twitter, that's two posts. Um, You know, and if you're doing Facebook, that's one. Um, You know, if you're making a meme for Instagram or something like that, um, you know, whatever it takes to be able to really, truly do that thing that only you can do. If you're ready to take up that challenge, go to social media right now and post on social media. I choose to be the difference. I am going to do that thing that only I can do. And please, if you will hashtag it thriving entrepreneur, I'd love to be able to see those and celebrate with you that you're taking up the challenge of being the best version of yourself to do the thing that only you can do. Because by doing that, You not only are living as a thriving entrepreneur, but the world becomes a place filled with thriving entrepreneurs because you are making the impact you're meant to make and you are helping the people that you are meant to serve to make that impact that only they can make. And do you see the domino effect of that? You make the difference in the world that you're meant to make. They make the difference in the world that they're meant to make. You do that thing that only you can do. They do that thing that only they can do. We all choose to use our powers for good. And we make a difference. We make an impact. And through that, we change our world into an amazing place that's better for all of us. And where all of us are living as a thriving Entrepreneur. 
You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. Thank you for taking up the challenge of raising the gauntlet and saying, I am going to do that thing that only I can do. I choose to make an impact in the world. I choose to do that thing that only I can do. I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking up that challenge And I hope that you will share with the world that you're going to be that person, that you're going to be the change, you're going to make the difference, you're going to be the difference in the world. Often we see things that we know are wrong, that we wish would change. But the question becomes, can you be that change? There are some things that they're not meant for you to do, so I'm not asking you to tilt after every windmill that you can find. But rather, I'm asking you to show up as the best version of yourself, to do that thing that only you can do, and do it well, do it strong, do it powerful, so that you make your mark on the world with only one goal in mind, And that is to serve the people that you're meant to serve. Kathy and I love helping share you with the world. We love helping you serve the people that you're meant to serve. As a marketing company with a strong publishing background, as I said earlier, our whole purpose is to help you get to the place where you are serving in the way that you're meant to serve. Maybe you're a coach. Maybe you're a speaker. Maybe you are going to be an impactful, powerful writer. Maybe, uh, you know, there is people in a local community you're meant to serve. There is no great or small. There is no quantification of you being the best version of you. It's enormous. It's immense. It is the hugest thing in the world because you're doing that thing that only you can do. And without you doing it, there's an emptiness in the world. And by you stepping up and doing it, all of us live in a better place. And I thank you for you doing it. We would love to take that journey with you in any way that you're 
open to us taking it with you. Kathy and I love helping people share themselves with the world. We love doing it in such a way that it helps you get to that thing you're meant to do. You see, in 2018, which it is while I'm recording this live, there isn't a whole lot of money to be made in books. There are still a few fiction writers, you know, like Terry Brooks and Stephen King and stuff like that, that make a very good living as book writers. But substantially speaking, the money that you're going to make comes from your next. It comes from the doors that are opened up when you put a powerful book out there, when you make it a bestseller so that the world knows it exists. Because you can put the most powerful book in the world out there, and if nobody knows it exists, it's the virtual version of invisibility, or if you will, of having not ever even done it in the first place. So you need to put it out there. You need to tell the world about it. You need to continue sharing it with the world. And you need to focus on that thing that only you can do. And that's why Kathy and I have come along with the Best Sellers Guild. You can join us for free there at bestsellersguild.com. It's a free Facebook group. We would love to have you part of us, with us, sharing your message with the world. And then if we can help you develop that story, help you have that impact through one of our workshops that we do, we do very regularly a write your book in one hour workshop. People that have gone to this workshop have talked about how they've spent decades in some cases struggling with trying to put their message out there And in as little as one hour, they have gotten complete focus on their book and been able to get their book done so that they can share it with the world. Isn't that awesome? I love some of those testimonies that we get. And I love it because I know that when you share your message with the world, you make the impact. And then you take that step like he said, towards your next, towards that thing that only you can do, towards that place in the world that you need to hold down. Your spot, your position. You know, it's like a football team. Can you imagine if the quarterback decided that he wanted to tap the, you know, the right guard and say, I'm going to block this time and you're going to pass. And like right there, as they're lining up, they just change positions. The quarterback, typically speaking, is not going to be a good blocker. And the right guard, typically speaking, is not going to have what I heard one person call escapability. Probably doesn't have the throwing arm and all of those kind of things that keeps him from being able to uh, to really do the job. And so it's just a mess. You know, it would be like, if you've ever watched uh, couples figure skating, it would be like, um, you know, if one person goes one way and the other person goes the other way. And 
eventually they crash into each other because neither of them is paying attention and neither of them is doing their part. That's what we need to do. We need to do that thing that only we can do. Play that part that's meant for us. There are no small parts. And I'm not even going to say there are small people because there aren't. There are people who just simply are on the verge of making the decision to do that thing that only they can do. And I am so proud of you because I know that you have made that commitment today to be that person, to do that thing that only you can do. And then it starts by sharing your message with the world. In order to get to that next, you need to be a best-selling author. And so you need to join us at bestsellersguild.com. You need to take that action, step forward, become part of our community, and then find which of the methods that we have available to you, you can use to be able to get your message out in the world. It can be very easy. We can do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. We've got a formula that absolutely works. We guarantee it. All you got to do is just follow the method and you can be a best-selling author. And then you can move on to the thing that we hear so often from people these days. And that's how to make money from the book that I put out there. It's not going to be by going out and trying to make a dollar or two off of each book, but rather about where you can go with that message, what you can do and the impact that you can make. And guess what? The world will step up to meet you. You know, there's an old phrase that says that when we're living in our gifting, the money is always there to make it happen. And I found that to be true. The problem that we usually experience is that we're so busy chasing other people's dreams that the money's not there for us to be able to try to do that. You see, you've got to embrace the thing that I close every episode with, and that's that you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. The world needs you. Kathy and I are here to help you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelp.com 
youthrive.com. Check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.